Hello, my friends, and welcome back for this week's episode of the Practical Parsha podcast. This is Rabbi Shlomo Kohn. I hope you are well. And now we're about to start again to begin the Torah from the beginning and, God willing, go through the entire Torah to get to Devarim again and then start again. It's been a pleasure. I hope you enjoy. And before I begin today, I just wanted to talk about a little bit what's been on my mind, and I'm sure it's been on your mind as well. Unfortunately, we all heard the horrible and terrifying news that came out of Israel this past Shabbos on the holiday of Simchas Torah, where Jews were massacred by terrorists who had the sole objective of wanting to kill as many Jews as possible. And, you know, like everyone else, I've, you know, I've been hurting and I've been in a daze. And people have reached out to me, you know, not knowing how to handle the situation, not knowing how to cope, what, not, not trying to figure out what to make of everything. Because if you think about it, it just doesn't make sense that 1,200, 1,300, the numbers just keep going up. We're already a week past this horrible tragedy, and the numbers are still climbing. 1,300 people massacred, killed. No one heard about it, right? The, you know, I'm not getting into details, right? And they're able to penetrate into Israel this way. It just doesn't make sense, right? And thank God, as the week has gone on, I've, you know, obviously we need to go forward, and we have to keep holding our head high as Jews, to be proud we're Jews. And this is really the balancing act of being a Jew, that at, at the same time, we can feel the pain of our brothers and sisters and take it to heart, to empathize in the proper way, but yet simultaneously we could also be happy and smile and go forward with a renewed vigor and re, with renewed optimism. And I just wanted to share a few thoughts about the current events that just happened. And maybe it'll be a chizik, strengthening for all of us, including myself. And the, the first idea I wanted to share before we get into the Parsha is that, you know, people have been reaching out to me. You know, I can't stop watching the news and there's a lot of anger and there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of frustration and a lot of just shock. People are in pure shock. And the first thing that really struck my mind is that if these Hamas terrorists have the sole goal of destroying Jews, of killing Jews, that they'll go to such lengths and distances to kill a Jew, us. So shouldn't we realize the specialness of living as a Jew? That if they're willing to kill Jews, to go so far and to kill a Jew. We have to realize how special it is to live as Jews. And what does that mean? What does it mean to live as a Jew? And the answer to that is that we have the Torah. We have mitzvos. We have davening. We have prayer. We connect to Hashem. We do chesed. We do acts of loving and kindness for each other and for the world 
It means we have to strengthen ourselves in the facets of life that define us as living Jews because that's what they're trying to destroy. And therefore, it's appropriate for us at this time to strengthen ourselves in our Torah learning, to strengthen ourselves in our mitzvah's observance, to pray a little harder, to connect to Hashem a little better, to have more Jewish unity. And that's how we come out victorious. Because when we do these things, they're not breaking us. We're going to win. You know, unfortunately, massacres like this are not new to the Jewish people. It's a shocker because something like this have ne- has never happened in the last 70 years. And we think we live, live in the 21st century and things are different. But th- things aren't so different. It's happened to us in the past and we've continued and risen up from the challenge and sometimes these moments have created the best Jews and have brought out the best in the Jewish nation and God willing that's what this moment in time is going to do for us as well to bring out the best in us to make us better people and to make us a more united and complete nation now one other thought which I wanted to share about this point, and I'll get into the Parsha, which also a little bit ties into the ideas I want to talk about, you know, that also ties a little bit into the current events in a positive way, is that I, I heard Rabbi Orlovsky was speaking a little bit, and he brought down from his Rebbe, his teacher, Rabbi Moshe Shapiro, you know, and people were looking for things for, you know, how can we strengthen ourselves specifically in this time, what does Hashem want from us? You know, obviously we can't answer that question. We won't know the answer to that question till the end of time, till we come to Shemayim, we come to heaven, when we'll understand. But right now we don't understand. But we still look to our Torah leaders to give us guidance, to give us instruction um, from the Torah, because the Torah is our guidebook for life, and it tells us how to react in every situation, including a tragedy, how to go forward, how to keep moving in the right direction and how to respond properly. And he brought down from his Rebbe, from his rabbi, right now, the enemy of the Jewish people is Hamas and these terrorist organizations that want to kill and destroy Jews. And Hamas, these terrorist organizations, are from the nation of Yishmael. Ishmael. And the Torah tells us normally when we know when Jewish people are faced with a nation trying to destroy us, obviously we have to do our due diligence, our ishtadlus, which is the reason why we have a, there's an army in Israel and people have to protect themselves and they have to strike. But at the same time, we have to realize that our true strength is not in the army, but it's in our voices. But it's through our davening, through our praying, through our doing good deeds, through learning Torah. Now normally we say, Hakol kol Yaakov v'yedayim Esav. The, the voice is Yaakov, the voice is, is Jacob, and the hands are Esav. And that's what Yitzchak, Isaac, said when Yaakov came in for a blessing. And we learn from that, that Yaakov's power, Jacob, the descendants of Yaakov, the Jewish people, their power is through tefillah, through prayer. And that's how we overpower the nations of the world. But when it comes to Yishmael, how do we fight against the nation of Yishmael? Because normally when it comes to Jacob and Esau, 
Yaakov davens, and Esav does not daven. So if we daven, it has the power to, to beat out the hands of Esav. But when it comes to Yishmael, how do we defeat them? How do we overpower them? Because they also daven. Because if you look in the name, the name is Yishmael. Hashem listens. And we know that in Islam, they, people there's a big emphasis there's a big emphasis on prayer. And additionally, there's also another aspect because there's also Mesiris Nefesh. Ishmael also has Mesiris Nefesh. And in order to, to beat that, we can't just daven. We have to daven better than Yishmael. We have to daven better than them. And that's not enough. We have to have Mesiris Nefesh as well. We have to be able to give over of ourselves, to push ourselves beyond our limitations. And God willing, in the merit of these pushings of what we're trying to do, will be the Jewish nation will unify, will come to a higher level, and Hashem will give us a victory over the people that want to destroy us. Before we begin this week's Parsha, as always, it's a new year, and that means I hope new people are going to reach out to me. So, if you have any questions, comments, or just would like to introduce yourself, don't be shy. Say hello. Send me an email. It's a new year. A new round of Practical Parsha podcast episodes. Maybe you're an old listener. Maybe you're a new listener has just started listening. But either way, please feel free to send me an email at rabbishlamokon, K-O-H-N, at gmail.com, or you could look in the show notes as well. This week's Parsha is Parsha's Bereshis, and we're beginning with the first um, Parsha in the Torah. We're in the book of Bereshis, the book of Genesis, and now this week's Parsha is Parsha's Bereshis. And the Parsha starts with the creation of the world. Bereshis bar lokim In the beginning of God's creating the heavens and the earth. And the, the Torah lists out for us the seven days of creation. Uh, what was created on each day and the different things was created and everything that was created going all the way from nothingness to man and woman being created and the seventh day of Shabbos being created as well, the day of rest. Now, the Parsha also deals with the story of Adam Arishon and Gan Eden in the Garden of Eden, of Adam, the first man, how he sinned, he made a mistake, he ate from the eight Sadas, he ate from the eight, the tree of knowledge, and was subsequently kicked out of the Garden of Eden. He's punished, and we'll have to leave it for a different time to focus on the sin of Adam and Chava, of Adam and Eve, and the ramifications that has had in us to this very day. Adam and Chava, after they sinned by the Eitz Hadas, they're kicked out of the Garden of Eden. And the Torah goes on to tell us the story of Cain and Abel, two brothers, the children of Adam and Chava, and how they didn't get along with each other. Cain kills Hevel, kills Abel, and the Torah tells us the story of that as well. Parsha finishes with the descendants of Cain, of Cain, and the genealogy of man from Adam Harishim, from Adam, the first person, to Noah. And 
the Parsha paints for us a prelude to the generation of the flood, which will be next week's Parsha. Now, the first idea I wanted to share with everyone today is hopefully will give us a little bit of strength to go forward with into Shabbos and to the coming weeks, God willing. Parsha's Barashah starts off, Barashah's Baralokim HaShashmayim Vesa'aretz. In the beginning of God's creating the heavens and the earth, When the earth was astonishingly empty with darkness upon the surface of the deep and the divine presence hovered upon the surface of the waters. Third verse. God said, Let there be light. And there was light. I want to focus in today on these three verses. So the Torah starts off to tell us that Hashem created the world. God created the world. It wasn't the Big Bang. It wasn't gases. God created the universe, the world. And what was this world? What was there in the beginning? It was darkness. It was nothingness. And what happened next in the third verse in the Torah? Hashem says, let there be light, and there's light. The world lights up. Now, the Chavetz Chaim teaches us something very important and very inspirational from these verses in the Torah. You know, it's hard for us to even imagine the world as it was being created. And I'm not even sure if we're supposed to think about those things. But the point is, is that it was nothingness. There was nothing there. It was desolate. That's what the Torah tells us. And then Hashem says, in the beginning, He says, let there be light. And there's light. Now, for us, when we're in a dark room or we're outside at nighttime, even in the darkest time of night, there's always some light. There's some light from the moon, from the stars, from maybe a street lamp, and even if we're in a room, it's never completely dark. You know, there's always some light getting into the room, whether it be from outside, from the window, from a crack in the door. We never have total darkness. But before Hashem created the light, we can't even imagine that there was no light. It was complete and total darkness terrifying darkness, nothingness, and there's no physical action that we can do to get rid of that darkness. We can't take axes to chase the darkness. We can't shoot at the darkness. It doesn't make it go away. But if we take a candle and light it, darkness goes away. It disappears. And what happened here in the beginning in the creation of the world? There's total darkness, nothingness. And Hashem says, the word of God, He says, let there be light, and the world lights up. The darkness is gone. A second ago, it was total desolation. It was terrifying. And now, Hashem speaks, and it's light. Light is not just, doesn't rep, you know, it's not just you could see things. Light also represents hope and change and renewal. 
So the lesson for us here from the verses of Bereshus, which I feel is very appropriate for this time, is that sometimes in the world there are moments of darkness and there seems to be no hope. It seems that everything is lost. And us as a nation, the Jewish people, have faced these challenges time and time again. And even on a personal level, we've all had our moments where we think there's nothing that can help us. We're stuck in a situation. It's total darkness. We have to realize that just like a candle is lit, takes away that darkness, so too the, and the word of Hashem, the word of God, can make a total dark situation with nothingness into total light. So too, even the most despairable situation where, we, where we're losing hope, we have to remember and know, where every, even though everything seems like darkness, we have to internalize that everything can change in a moment. Hashem can send forth His word and there could be light. Hashem, God, can send the salvation and there could be light. Things can change in a moment. And this is something we should internalize, this verse Rabbi Pliskin brings down, that when we're in a time, we're in a moment where we feel this darkness enveloping us, where we see there's no way out, we're totally trapped, everything seems grim, we should say to ourselves, let there be light. Vayomer lokim yihi ar. And God said, let there be light. Repeat these words to yourself. And it's something which helps us internalize this message that a salvation can come at any moment. Even if it hasn't come yet, the fact that we know in our heart that it can come at any moment already makes the challenge and the darkness go away to a certain degree. And even if the situation is staying the same at the moment, the fact that you're letting in Hashem's light into your soul, into your neshama, gives you the strength and the courage to deal with any situation and overcome. Because you know that Hashem is with you and can bring the salvation, bring the light in a split moment. That's going to finish for this week's podcast. Be strong, be proud, and move forward. Everyone, have a good Shabbos. Shabbat Shalom. All the best.